the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Genderbender chemicals, a.k.a. endocrine disruptors, were found in popular athletic clothing that we all know and love. Steve Bannon might be going to jail after the DOJ just suggested he go for six months. Eric Swalwell just released a campaign ad where the woman gets arrested for having an abortion, but it's actually the Biden regime doing the exact thing in real life to pro-life activists, arresting them at their homes in front of their kids. Ulta just had two biological men on a podcast to talk about all things girlhood. A new proposed law would persecute parents if they don't consent to transgender affirming treatment for their children. And what do you know, the CDC's advisory committee is going to be voting soon on whether or not to require children to get the vaccine to attend school. Let's get on and do it. All right, you guys, welcome back to the show. This is Morgan Zeggers. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe. We are talking about all the good stuff happening in the country, all the bad stuff as well. Politics, culture, current events, and the interweaving of all of these things. Now, before we get into the first topic, uh, something that's really near and dear to my heart, endocrine disruptors, gender bender chemicals. I want to just let you guys know, if you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work that Patriot Mobile did in Multiple school districts in Texas, the left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. That's because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates that believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they are winning when they do this. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Morgan or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with offer code MORGAN. Special discounts are available for veterans and first responders. Join the movement, make the switch today, and a difference tomorrow. That's patriotmobile.com slash Morgan. PatriotMobile.com slash Morgan or call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, guys. Okay, so if you haven't noticed yet, I've been talking a lot about things that have to do with what we put inside of our bodies, what we put on our skin uh, that's absorbed into our body then, and that the negative effect that that stuff can have on us. And I've been talking about it a lot more now because it's fall. In the summer, I talked a lot about oxybenzone and sunscreen because we're all slathering it all over our bodies, all over our children's bodies, and it's basically a carcinogen now leading to cancer. So Imagine putting on every two hours a day or whenever you're like jump in the water, you put the sunscreen back on because you think you're protecting yourself and your kids from something dangerous like cancer from the sun. But what do you know? Turns out the thing you're putting on is actually causing cancer too. It's really, really sad to see. So avoid oxybenzone in your sunscreen, people. Use mineral-based. That being said, flash forward to fall. What are we avoiding now that we're in fall? We are absolutely, as a community, basically me and me and you guys, we are avoiding candles with artificial fragrance. Now, there's other things with artificial fragrance and other bad endocrine disrupting chemicals inside. But the big thing with fall is that we all put on our cozy sweaters. We all like to cozy up and watch some nice Halloween baking championship on television with our moms, or at least that's what I did growing up. And we put on the candles 
all throughout the house that make things smell yummy, like apples and cinnamon and pumpkin spice and all that stuff. The problem is, the artificial fragrance that makes the candles smell nice, it's not like it's an actual pumpkin that smells yummy, you guys. It's um, a bunch of artificial stuff that has gender bender chemicals, mostly synthetic estrogen. Now, I've talked to you guys about this before, and I've said a million times, go to the Candace Owens show and search the Jackie Daly on that episode where those two talk about uh, a bunch of things. The first thing they talk about in like the first 15 minutes of the show is about the danger of synthetic estrogen and the things that we consume and the things that are around us in our house, the products in our home. And it's disturbing. Now, imagine if a boy is around synthetic estrogen from the time he's in his mother's womb. He's going to end up looking a little more feminine. So a lot of the questions are, what the heck's happening to men these days? (laughs) Uh, It's called synthetic estrogen, and that's just one of the main problems that we're dealing with. But then put it into the girl situation. Imagine a girl in her mother's womb and from the entire time of that moment through her adolescence growing into a woman, she's around synthetic estrogen getting too much of it. They're both overdosed on estrogen now. The men end up more feminine. The women end up going through puberty at insanely early ages. They looked more developed. Now you look at a kid that's a boy next to a kid that's a girl, and they look completely different ages because they're at just completely different stages in development. And it's really, really disturbing. So I love talking about that stuff. If you guys want a quick solution, what I like to do is simmer um, in the fall, I simmer apple slices water or orange juice, and then cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves. Or you could just do like cinnamon and apples with some water on the stove. Literally just simmer that in a pot. The home smells delicious and you are avoiding the nasty, nasty chemicals that come from those artificial fragrances inside the yummy smelling candles. Um, In the winter, once it's like Thanksgiving season, you could start adding like cranberries and orange slices and then some mint or peppermint as well when you get to Christmas. And then it kind of goes with the seasons. But there's a bunch of simple solutions that we can all um, implement in our lives to avoid these nasty things. Now, that being said, you could be Morgan Zeggers doing all the good stuff, doing all the swaps, being super healthy, looking at all the ingredients labels. And then you could be just baffled. As more information comes out nearly every week about what next product turns out to be completely toxic for our systems. And that's what we're talking about first, you guys. I'm looking at epictimes.com. I have a uh, subscription to them. It's like a dollar. So I think you get free articles, but then if you want more access, you can pay. It's a dollar. So it's worth it to me. They're a really good source. The article says popular athletic clothing brands have high levels of hormone disrupting chemical BPA. This is from a watchdog group. The writer is Naveen Athrapuli. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. All right, here we go. Now, you guys, this kind of stuff is my nightmare. You should imagine me walking through a store. It's impossible for me to go shopping. I am a little concerned with myself at this point of like, okay, now I need to get some animals and then I'll make all of my yarn and clothing from the animals on the farm. That way I know that there's nothing sketchy inside of them and I'll make all my clothes and all my products. I was actually at, um, I was looking at Joanna Gaines, her Christmas collection, you guys. Oh my gosh. Now I'm not a big shopper, but I am very much into homemaking and I'm not saying I like need to decorate my home all fancy and stuff, but I do love making it homey. I think that that's a trait that women can bring to the table. Women make a house into a home. And there's nothing wrong with women wanting to do something like that. So as women, 
I think it's really important if we are the people that make a house into a home, we have those nurturing skills, those caregiving skills that, you know, men, they have their strengths and weaknesses. This happens to be a strength for us to monitor and caretake for the people in our lives. Now, that means that we have to take it a step further these days where you have all these weird chemicals approved by companies, the products in our home, we have to keep an eye on it. So that doesn't just go for the food that goes inside of our bodies, our spouse's bodies, our children's bodies, but it's also the things that are going into our home. I personally, because I want to make a house a home, do I want to fill my home with products made from slave labor in communist China? No, I don't really think that that creates the environment that I want to create and the environment that I want my children to flourish in, the the design that I have for my family. So I'm going to try and avoid those kind of products because I think it brings bad juju into the home. That means that I want to make sure they get nutritious, organic, non-chemicalized, icky food into their system. And that also means that I'm not going to use those crazy chemicals like the artificial fragrance in candles. But what does it also mean now to the clothing, you guys, the clothing, the chemicals in our clothing, turns out they also have endocrine disruptors in them. And I kind of went on a little rant right there. But again, picture Morgan in a shopping place. And I'm literally like, I'm going to have to build my own clothes now because it's articles like this where I'll get right into it. It says sports bras and athletic shirts made by some of the major global sports brands were found to contain dangerous levels of the estrogen mimicking chemical known as BPA, posing a considerable risk to people's health, according to legal notices sent by the Center for Environmental Health, the CEH. BPA, an endocrine disrupting chemical that upsets the body's functioning through blocking or mimicking hormones, is linked to developmental and health problems, mostly for young children. For adults, studies have found that high levels of chemical results in heart problems, while experts have connected BPA to obesity, diabetes, ADHD, and other ailments, with more research pending for definitive conclusions. The CEH sent legal notices to Athleta, Pink, as in Victoria's Secret, Asics, North Face, Brooks, All in Motion, Nike, and Fila regarding, is that how you pronounce it? F-I-L-A, sorry guys, I don't, I'm not a good brand person, regarding sports bras and the North Face, Brooks, Mizuno, Athleta, New Balance, and Reebok for its activewear shirt collection. So ladies, your sports bras from all the top athletic companies basically have endocrine disrupting chemicals inside of them that mimic things like estrogen and completely throw off your hormonal balances. I mean, you guys, it's in our birth control, it's in our food, it's in the chemicals in the air, it's in the products we use, it's in our makeup, it's in our skincare routine, and now it's even in the clothing that we put onto our bodies. It kills me. (sighs) It says, studies have shown that the BPA can be absorbed through skin and end up in the bloodstream after handling receipt paper for seconds or a few minutes at a time. Sports bras and athletic shirts are worn for hours at a time, you guys. And you are meant to sweat in them. So it is concerning to be finding such high levels of BPA in this kind of clothing. This is from Kaya Allen Sugarman. That's a cute name, Sugarman. uh, She's the director of Illegal Toxic Threats Program at the CEH. Investigations by the agency have discovered BPA in polyester-based clothing with spandex, including socks made for infants. 
Now, I will also take this a step further because we're seeing a new issue with a lot of bad chemicals in tampons. Sorry, men, you should be able to hear this kind of stuff. The fertility of women is so crucial, and men should also be able to hear this kind of stuff with me saying it. Oh my gosh, Morgan said tampon. Listen, I know it, you guys. Men should care just as much about protecting the health of women and the ability for women to reproduce, the ability for women's cycles to be okay and not disrupted by these worldly affairs. Now, knowing that we have issues now of women being sold these like hot pink or baby pink, like womanized kind of uh, branding where it's all pretty and, and they, it's empowerment, like Playtex or playing sports and wearing a tampon at the same time and they're all comfortable and stuff. Turns out a lot of these tampons that we've been sold for decades, actually that we literally put into ourselves every single month, it turns out those are releasing chemicals into our body that have serious, serious damaging effects. So that's just coming out. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but you should be looking at the ingredients of what are in your feminine products. Men, please also care about this too. But now if we take it to the step of like, okay, so think of like tight clothing around our breasts and down there as well if you're wearing spandex shorts and now you have these toxic chemicals down there as well and it's having long-term effects on the female body. I don't know. I'm pretty disgusted. So I read you guys those sports clothing companies. I don't have solutions for it yet because I just found out about this, but I'm going to be looking into what clothing, what materials to avoid what materials to wear, and specifically what sports clothes are safe to wear for women and for men, because this is disturbing. I'm not going to say something like this to you guys without providing a solution. So just hold tight on this one, and we're going to move on to the next story. All right, now this one's creepy. If you've been a listener of the show for a long time, then you know that I am really, really <laughs> concerned about the future of the country. Um, I, I truly believe that we have a regime in power, I believe that we are seeing the rise of all three pillars of communism happening in America today. That is socialism, totalitarianism, and authoritarianism. And I run a nonprofit where I interview survivors from communist countries, and they talk about how the same tactics are being used today, but just kind of Americanized. I'm not going to talk about that today. But what I am concerned about is the weaponization of the executive branch against citizens of America. And we'll talk about what's happening with a different topic, same issue, different, uh, different like focus. We're going to talk about abortion and how they're being targeted too. But we're seeing right now the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA are completely untrustworthy. They are are controlled by one party in Washington D.C. And then we see the Republicans failing to really do anything. I mean, they say that they're going to have hearings and they say that they're going to send letters, strongly worded letters to the FBI. Like, what are you guys doing at this point? Because the COVID fiasco has been happening for years. We've been seeing the deterioration of true justice in our country for years now. And I know that the Republicans are in the minority for the last two years, but truly, there's got to be something else that can be done to at least boost the morale of the citizens out here like us that are just completely shocked at the lack of leadership from the side that we continue to support. They want us to show up and, you know, be precinct committee people. They want us to show up and door knock. They want us to show up and bring 10 friends with us to vote. And then they completely disappoint us. I am highly concerned because it seems like the left is playing the long game. The left is doing dangerous, dangerous things 
for the future of the country. And then the Republicans are still like stuck in the mindset as if it's just politics as usual. And they're just trying to win every two years. They're just playing the regular political American games. And I think the American people are seeing it way more than anybody in D.C., the fact that it's it's too late for that and they need to catch up. So why do I say all this? I'm saying this because we're seeing what happens when we allow ourselves to be bullied and put into a corner. We are seeing the attack of political opposition in America. When you don't allow dissent, when you don't allow the people on the other side of the aisle from you or the people that are running the campaigns against you to live freely, when you harass them and try to weaponize the justice system against them, you are no longer operating in a free, representative-style government. You have taken us down a scary, scary path. I'm looking at a headline now, because this is a big week, you guys, from the post-millennial. It says, breaking, Biden's DOJ recommends six-month prison term for Steve Bannon. Bannon's contempt charges stem from his refusal to comply with subpoenas from the January 6th committee in Congress twice. Biden's Department of Justice has recommended a prison term of six months for contempt of Congress, which he was found guilty of two counts in July. Bannon's contempt charges stem from his refusal to comply with subpoenas from the January 6th committee in Congress two times. Bannon would be slapped with a fine of 200000 if the DOJ's sentencing recommendations are headed by the judge per Politico. Bannon pleaded not guilty to the charges and sentencing will take place on October 21st. This episode is coming out October 19th. Bannon, who was asked to testify about his knowledge of the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021, told the committee he could not reveal the contents of private communication between himself and former President Donald Trump due to Trump's invocation of executive privilege. The DOG balked at that and a judge sided with them. This after Trump in July revoked his executive privilege, clearing the way for Bannon to testify. The DOJ said the contempt charges still stand and a judge agreed. The committee had wanted communications between Bannon and Trump because the two were reportedly in touch during the events on the Capitol, which took place on that day. Bannon has been vocal in his opposition to the trial and the January 6th committee's chair, Benny Thompson, calling him gutless for sending a staff member to testify as the prosecution's first witness. He further called Thompson an absolute disgrace. Thompson has been previously saying that a defendant's use of the Fifth Amendment is an indicator of guilt. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Thompson said that ultimately Donald Trump, the president of the United States, spurred a mob of domestic enemies to march down the Capitol and subvert American democracy. The January 6th committee last week voted to subpoena Trump to testify before the body, to which Trump replied that he loves the idea. This is a breaking story and will be updated. You guys, this is a complete show trial. This is a complete scam. I cannot believe that we are allowing them to continue to do this kind of absolute buffoonery because they tell us still that January 6th was worse than 9-11. Imagine having the mental capacity to be able to say something like that with no shame. I just, what? So that's the kind of people that we're dealing with here. That's the kind of people who are working in unison. Remember who they hired to do the, the hearings for January 6th and the committee? They hired a guy from the mainstream media to actually produce a show-like, entertainment-like fiasco on national television that would be aired on every single mainstream media platform 
so that all the American people had to basically watch it or try and find a channel that wasn't showing it. This coordination between the media, which, you know, used to be like the press, between the communication arms between the politicians and the people and the actual politicians in our government, and then as well, big tech from social media. And then you see these corporations that are working together. This is classic fascism, where you see industries working together with the people at the head of government to carry out a political mission, a political goal, achieve a political end. I'm highly concerned by all of this, but at the end of the day, What matters most is that if they're able to do this kind of stuff to people like President Trump and to somebody who chaired his entire campaign for a long time and is one of the leading political voices on the conservative right, and if they're able to make them look like this, like like political enemies of the United States, like domestic terrorists, like threats to democracy, like people who are worse than the perpetrators of 9-11— then what else are they going to do? What else are they capable of? And what will they do to you? Us little schmucks out here, right? So we could go on about why this is so dangerous and bad and what could potentially happen. But you know what? History has made a very, very clear, clear storyline of what happens when this kind of stuff takes place in a country. It's never pretty. And it's really sad to see. All right, before we move on to the next one, we've got my pillow. Uh, My Pillow is having their biggest sheet sale this year, right before Christmas, you guys. How exciting. You have all helped build My Pillow into an amazing company and trusted Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. On top of the special exclusively for my listeners on the Percale and Giza Dream bed sheet sets marked down as low as $29.98 with code MORGAN, Mike's now changing the game with his three-piece towel set. You guys can get this. It's made in the USA. It's extremely absorbent. It's cotton, USA cotton, and it's still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with one bath, one hand towel, one washcloth, typically for $49.99, but for a limited time with code MORGAN, you can get the three-piece towel set for the low price of $19.98. Again, with promo code MORGAN. Don't miss out on these incredible offers. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-738-8374, use promo code MORGAN, or go to MyPillow.com, click the radio listener square, and use promo code MORGAN. All right, now speaking of the FBI, we have... uh, The DOJ, the FBI, and all of Biden's people in the federal government attacking conservatives at all levels, the highest, so the former president, and then down to just ground-level activists, grassroots activists that have been involved for years, and they are doing nothing wrong, but they are being villainized by the executive branch that is turning into the standing army. I saw this fascinating thing, and it was— um. It was like, when will the conservatives of America realize that if we take the language of the Second Amendment, it's not really talking about the army of the United States today. Today, the standing army of the United States is the group of law enforcement officers that are just doing their job. And I was like, wow, wow, fascinating. Um, Okay, but. Speaking of all this, we now have a situation of like multiple, multiple, this is story after story now, multiple pro-life activists are getting arrested in aggressive ways. So long gun guys showing up to people's private homes while their children are there, 
pushing their children out of the way, basically, and saying, daddy's got to go. Daddy's going to jail. It's scary. But as this is all rolling out, we have instead the left doing what they always do. That's accuse your opponent of what you're actually doing. That's a Sololinsky tactic. Accuse your opponent of what you yourself are actually doing. Uh, We have Eric Swalwell just releasing a campaign video, you guys, and it's a woman getting arrested for getting an abortion. She's sitting at the dinner table with her family, with her kids around her. Apparently, she got an abortion for some reason, but she's interrupted having dinner with her kids by the police who come to arrest her. And the daughter's like, why are you taking mommy? Here we go. You're weird. He is weird. But cute. Mary Anderson? Yes? I have a warrant for your arrest. Arrest for what? Penal Code 243 violation. Unlawful termination of a pregnancy. You gotta be kidding me. That That is my personal business. That's for the courts to decide, ma'am. Your medical records have been subpoenaed, and Dr. Landry's already in custody. No, my... my God, you, you, you can't just... You will have to submit to a physical examination. What? By who? No, no, no one's touching sir, sir, me. Sir, get Pam, turn around. Put your hands behind your back. Now. Why is this happening? Love you, honey bear. We're just enforcing the law here. Elections have consequences. Vote Democrat on November 8th. Stop Republicans from criminalizing abortion everywhere. Protect women's rights and freedom. Please don't do this. Please. Uh, so uh, Eric Swallow's tweet with this video said, MAGA Republicans want women arrested for having an abortion. This is what that looks like. Um, it's really, really sad. I'm not going to go on too much about the abortion stuff. I've done full episodes on it. But that is not what we want. We in no way want women to be forced into a situation like that and then go arrest them and throw them in jail. Uh, Instead, we would love to create a culture in America that values life and that values responsible decision-making, understanding that when you do the act of of baby-making, it can make a baby. Wow. It's fascinating how that works. So when you do these certain things and you don't want a baby, you can often regret that decision. And so that's one really big thing that maybe might not be comfortable because, of course, we're all tempted into doing things that maybe aren't good in the long run, but we're we're driven by emotion and we're we're driven in the heat of the moment to to make decisions that can have damaging long-term impacts whether you don't want a child or you can't afford one, whatever it may be. Now, that's a really big topic that people don't like to talk about, but I think it's important for us. And I I honestly think that the people that exist today, (laughs) the people alive today, we are not easily convinced. We're, We're stuck in our ways. We have more information available to us than ever before. But for some reason, we are very, very hard headed and Teaching people to all of a sudden change their perception of this kind of topic and of how to behave in this way when we were raised and brought up in a culture of hookup culture and 
cheap sex and devaluing life and our dignity and all these things, it's a hard topic. But I would say the solution long term is to raise children in a way that they respect themselves, the people around them, their future family that they want to have, their future spouse, and to be more intentional about their actions in an era of being single, in an era of dating, and then in their their era of actual marriage. And these are fundamental topics that, again, I, I don't think it's like we could just take everybody in America back to school or back to the home table of their parents and re-educate them or reteach them these kind of values. But it is something that we can have a, a tiny positive impact on such a big issue if we all focused on, on passing down certain core values when our babies are young and when they're forming their moral code, when they're forming what they want in life and, and their expectations in terms of how they want to go about certain things. These are all fundamental things that I think could happen with a change in how we parent and educate and raise kids. Now, that next step of it, though, is the fact that we we also want to help people that are struggling so much financially or whatever it may be in life that they feel like they are undeserving of a child or don't want a child. There is an issue right now of people being selfish enough to say, oh, I just got an abortion out of convenience. Like, I just don't want a kid. And then there's others who say, I I can't physically do this right now. So helping them and making sure as few people as possible are are put in that situation is a very important thing to pro-life Americans. Never, ever are we anti-woman in any of this. We just truly believe that the woman, the man in the situation as well, because it takes two to tango, and the, the baby in the situation, everybody deserves more respect. Everybody deserves more dignity than what they are being handed in the pro-choice movements narrative and desire for all of these, these families that they're breaking. Now, that being said, we're going to move into the scary, scary thing that's happening right now because Eric Swalwell and the rest of them are convinced, or they're at least trying to convince voters into voting out of fear, thinking that Republicans are trying to control women's bodies. What are they doing now? Not just campaigning with this kind of narrative. They're actually trying to crack down on pro-life movement activists. We're seeing story after story now of these activists getting arrested, being persecuted by the Biden DOJ. Here's just one example. A wife is at her rural home. They're in the woods. The home is not near anybody else. And there are multiple FBI vehicles outside of her home. They had come when her children were trying to um, go to school and they arrested her husband and they get out. They have their long guns drawn. They grab her husband. They're all in tactical gear. And he's literally a pro-life activist. They bring, they bring him and put him in the car and she's trying to record them asking where, what is happening here? Can you say anything? They just stay silent. They don't speak to her. They take her husband and they drive away. And that wife is left there alone with no information. It's, it's horrifying to see. Now, the left actually does it in real life. And then they, in their campaign videos, say that the right is going to potentially do it as they literally do it in real life. Here's the video. But if you're not going to let me, then I'll, I'll just... No, I want to know why you were banging on my door with a gun. <laughs> Hey, right, you're not going to tell me anything? No, do not. I, 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 I tried. Ma'am. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You did not try. 
not acceptable. Can I have your name? You're not gonna give me your name? You're not gonna give me any information? All right, so that was again the wife of Paul Vaughn. He was placed in handcuffs by FBI agents in front of his children. His wife pleaded for answers mid-arrest and then tried to follow the agents out as they are getting back into their cars. They literally just ignore her, close the door in her face, and drive away. Vaughn is now facing 11 years in prison for peacefully singing hymns a year ago outside of an abortion clinic. Um, This is disturbing kind of stuff. And like I said earlier, you guys, that quote about, I can't remember where it was from, but it truly does make a lot of sense to me. The FBI and the people doing the dirty work of the Biden regime hidden amongst uh, the the shadows of the executive branch, bureaucratic offices, they are the standing army. That's right, FBI guy, whoever's listening to me. I can't stand the fact, I know too many people, too many of my friends are now being watched by the FBI. I cannot wrap my head around it. So if you losers really ever ever, ever get any courage to stand up to the nasty Biden regime and stop doing their dirty work, stop doing the bidding of a tyrannical, oppressive regime that spits on our founders' graves, then that would be nice. But until then, I really don't like you, and I don't think you stand for anything good, and I don't know how you can go to sleep at night. And that is that. How can you look at yourself in the mirror? Okay, next one. Oh, gosh, now we're talking about culture. You guys, we have a situation. We've got uh, Ulta Beauty, which is where I used to get my makeup, but I guess not anymore. Speaking of makeup, makeup, make sure that you're not using any bad chemicals in your makeup, gals. No endocrine-disrupting chemicals in your makeup. I like, um, there's Undone Beauty is a good brand, and then there's Tarte has a new, like, paraben and endocrine-disrupting-free Uh, makeup line, which has been pretty nice. So those are great. But really anything organic and nothing with parabens or phthalates and stuff like that. But uh, Ulta, I guess I'm gonna have to find a new company. Ulta did a podcast with two biological males. Uh, One of them is Dylan Mulvaney, which is the guy that dresses like a girl and he's on like day 200 of doing it. But he posts a TikTok where he's like, day 13 of being a girl, day 19 of being a girl. And now he's on day 200 of being a girl. And he dresses very um, skimpily, skimpy. And he's basically in like a little bra and then a skirt. And he runs around and he giggles and like hops and flutters around like a little butterfly. And it makes a mockery of what being a girl is. He's also too old, I believe, to be calling himself a girl. And I find it a little creepy. Now, that being said, Ulta had him on his podcast to quote, Talk about all things girlhood, unquote. So again, these are two biological males dressed as girls, females. Dylan identifies as a girl, and then the host is gender fluid. But here's just one example of what they're talking about. Now I know I can find love. I know I can still be a performer. I know that I can have a family. I want to be a mom one day. And I absolutely can. And that's why the narrative still has a long way to go, because When I was grieving boy Dylan, I didn't know those things were even accessible to me. Okay, so boy Dylan versus girl Dylan. Dylan 
is wearing a bright red dress and a huge red bow on the back of his head. And he has, you know, eccentric vintage makeup and a hairstyle that looks like it's from the 60s. And he's saying that he can't wait because he now knows that he can be a mom one day. He can do all these things one day. He can do all the roles of a woman. Uh, And he used to think that he couldn't, but now he could. And I will say this very plainly, and I used to be like a little shy about it, but I truly do not believe that people like that should be allowed to have children. I think that it would be child abuse to get to raise your child. And now you could be like, Morgan, that's so mean. But I'm sorry, when we get down this this road, we're already seeing pictures on social media of tra- of man- men that think that they are women doing things like holding up a hungry infant to the man's nipple because the man wants to cosplay being a mother, being a woman. And then the baby that is hungry is like sucking at the man's nipple. Now, it may feel like, oh, it's it's just fine. We'll give him the bottle in a minute. But it's like, do you think that it's normal or safe or reasonable for an adult to feel okay with letting a child that's hungry eat something fake where food is not going to come out just to satisfy your adult need to feel validated in the concept that you could change into a woman and be a mother when you're not? You don't have... You don't have milk glands in your breast. How simple is that? You do not have the ability to provide milk to that baby. So for you to even hold your baby up to your nipple when it cannot come out any food, that is disturbing. And that when I saw the first video of that, and then the second, the third video, by the time I saw the third video, I said, I'm done with this. I am done with this. Not only that, but I truly believe that babies Children deserve a man and a woman as the roles leading them in life, a feminine and a masculine. And I don't just mean a feminine man and a masculine woman because they always like to flip it around like that, the trans people. I am saying a biological male that provides the masculine guidance to that child and then the motherly feminine role, biological woman that provides the feminine nature in caring and nurturing that child in her own natural ways. Children deserve that. And to put them into a political, ideologically driven home where that is going to take place, it, it is disturbing to me at this point. I can't stand it, and I don't like this. Now, you might be like, well, why the heck is Ulta even doing this? Talk about all things girlhood. I personally think that this is, first of all, them trying to ride the wave of wokeness because they're trying to appease their customer base. Their customer base is younger, People that are younger are into makeup and all that stuff, and they're very, very materialistic these days in terms of all the social people and all the makeup tutorials and all the different brands. It's crazy how much money these young people are spending on things like makeup. Um, But I think this is also like just like surgeries where they're making a ton of money by giving kids these hormone therapy Uh, treatments or they're performing surgeries on these children's bodies or as soon as they turn 18 or when they're still very, very young in life, you're creating lifelong patients and you're going to make money off them for a long time. Matt Walsh exposed them and provided an actual video of people, I think it was from Vanderbilt Hospital, a woman giving a presentation to other people at the hospital saying we should provide child treatment for transgenderism and help them do sex changes because it creates a lot of revenue for us. So that's on camera. All right. And then they just announced that they stopped doing that now because they got so much backlash. I think Ulta Beauty is like, crap, 
So you're saying that we were stuck selling only to women for a long time, but now we could sell to all the boys that we convince it's okay to wear makeup. And then all the boys that turn into girls, we could market to them too. We're like expanding our customer base. It's kind of like in communist countries where once the economy starts to fail, they go, how can we fix this? The USSR decided, you know what? (laughs) Let's empower women by telling them that we're empowering them but really, we just want to double the size of the workforce, and then we can force women to go to work too, just like men. Mwahahaha. That's in a book called um, "Do Women Have Better Sex Under Socialism?" It, it was all this, all these statistics about how women have workplace equality and stuff in socialist and communist regimes. But then the author in the book literally has to say, you know, I do have to clarify this, you guys. It wasn't like they were trying to empower women. Instead, these communist regimes just needed to double the size of the workforce, and they realized they could do that by making women go to work too. Woo! Women's empowerment. Let's look at another video from the interview with Dylan Mulvaney on all things girlhood. Instant critique I was getting was like, oh, this girl thinks it's all about makeup, thinks it's like womanhood is all about wearing dresses. Because I didn't know anything else. I hadn't had an opportunity, babe. Give me a minute. Give me a year. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You just exposed yourself, Dylan. Dylan is saying that they get criticized because people were saying, oh, the only thing you know about being a girl is wearing dresses and wearing makeup. And it's not just that. It's not like he just put on makeup and dresses. He like prances around and goes, oh, oh, a dragonfly. Oh, a bug falls over on the floor as if women can't see a bug without having a panic attack. It's insulting. And what I loved about the comments of these videos is that it's normal women. It's not like it's a bunch of Morgan Zeggers, you know, people that listen to the show, like super political people that are like, this is insane. There's a political agenda here. No, it was just normal women on Instagram commenting saying, this is insulting. This is disrespectful. This is insulting. So back to the point, though, Dylan's saying that that was a criticism, that everybody was saying he only was doing this with physical changes to himself, like makeup and dresses, and that that's not what it is to be a woman. That doesn't mean you understand womanhood. And he literally says, I know, that's all I knew at the time, but now I know different. Well, if that's all you knew at the time and that's what drove your decision to become a girl, then yes, you only became a girl based on what you saw physically it meant to cosplay as a woman. The makeup, the beauty, the fun, pretty uh, frilliness of it all. That is exactly what we're saying is you didn't understand and you still can't possibly understand all of it, but you didn't understand the seriousness of man versus woman and those different experiences sexes have. So thanks for admitting it, I guess. All right, now speaking of the trans stuff, we've got a situation over here, you guys, Daily Wire. Uh, This is what happens because it's like a culture thing, but then all of a sudden it's all fun and games until it becomes a law, right? So now the woke crazy culture that we're seeing with transgenderism is entering our homes because the government can't possibly leave us alone. They must force this down our throats with an iron fist. We've got the Daily Wire, Virginia Democrat bill would criminally prosecute parents who don't affirm their kids as transgender. The previous attempt at the bill was co-sponsored by a senator who served jail time for having sex with a teenager. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. A Virginia Democrat lawmaker says she will introduce legislation to have parents criminally prosecuted if they don't affirm their child as transgender. Teachers and social workers would report parents to child protective services under the bill envisioned by state delegate Elizabeth Guzman. 
Wesman told the local news that it could be a felony, it could be a misdemeanor, but we know that that CPS charge could harm your employment, could harm their education, because nowadays many people do a CPS database search before offering employment. Do you hear that? They're saying that if your kid looks at you one day after all the indoctrination it'll experience in school and says, Mom, I think I'm a girl, and you look at that kid and you say, Honey, I am not going to support you getting hormone therapy or changing your sex. You're only 10 years old, for example. The teachers, if the kid goes to the teachers at school and says, my parents don't support me now, the teachers can file child abuse charges with Child Protective Services, CPS, and get it on your record that you are a violator of these things. Now, you could get a misdemeanor, a felony, but most importantly, what this lawmaker is saying is that it will follow you forever as you try and get employment, as you try and advance in life. This is sickening, but this is what I'm talking about, you guys, where it's not just some crazy culture to dismiss. These people want to put it into law. Keep an eye on it. If you're in blue states, this is exactly why I'm not putting my homestead in a scary blue state, because I need to make sure that at the state level and the local level, the politicians always understand the rights of parents, the innocence of children, the the specific language laid out in the Constitution and in the state's Constitution that protects our God-given rights. We get our rights from God. They're protected by government or, you know, not protected by government. But thankfully, we have a system of federalism. Now, I want to be in a safe state because when the federal government, which we know is going to happen, starts to oppress us even more, I want state-level protection. I want my politicians to be like Ron DeSantis, where he's like, F off, in the kindest way, F off. It's not going to happen here. And then I want the same thing at the local level with things like the county sheriff who can look at something and say, I am not going to implement this. Thank you very much. Again, F off. I'm sorry to swear in that way, you guys, but we need to be clear here. So that's what's really important to me. And you guys need to pay attention. And if this is happening in your school, in your locality and in your state as well. This is going to happen at the federal level, no matter what, I have a feeling. But are you in a safe state? Is your state going to protect you or carry along with this crazy agenda? Now, now that was transgender stuff. But what about, what about when it comes to other things with our precious little babies? Now, you guys, what made me decide officially uh, two years ago, one year ago, I can't remember when, to never live in a dangerous state, to make sure when I plant my seeds for the homestead that it's not going to be anywhere dangerous it was when people started to talk about mandating vaccines for children for COVID if they wanted to go back to school. Now, in the blue states, they require kids to basically go to public school. It's very hard to have school choice, have any educational freedom, and get your children out of that, like, you know, one public indoctrination government school. And then to get your kid into the school, they say, but it's got to get vaccinated. Well, October 17th, last headline of this episode, you guys, we've got FDA, CDC, push ahead with new COVID-19 boosters for kids without proper data. And fascinating news from Nicole Safier on Twitter. She announced that tomorrow the CDC, so that would be today, the episode's coming out uh, on the day that this is happening. The CDC's advisory committee is voting on the immunization practices about children and the COVID-19 vaccine and going to school. She said, tomorrow, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, the ACIP, will vote on adding the COVID-19 vaccine to the schedule of childhood vaccines required of students in order to attend school. She says she will be watching. Thank you, Nicole. 
I will also be watching and I will report back to you guys on how this goes. But yes, with all the new information coming out about Pfizer admitting that they never tested this for transmissibility before they put it out in the market, you're seeing Florida now doesn't support giving young men the vaccine because it has terrible effects on them. It's more deadly than COVID. You're seeing more and more information come out. Now what? The politicians and the unelected, this is important, the unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., are voting on whether or not to force this into your child for your child to go to public school. Absolutely not. It's a no for me. So I need to make sure that, and you guys need to do the same if you take this seriously, be in a state where your state-level leaders will protect you from federal crap like this because education is a state-level issue. And when the federal government tries to encroach on it and provide guidance and stuff and requirements, the only way the state really is forced into doing this is if they are financially dependent on the federal government. And so it's, it's a money game at that point. But it's best to live in a state that can tell the government to leave, to go away. And it's best to also live in a state where these state-level leaders and local leaders would never do such a thing to your children in the first place. So there's multiple layers here that you have to keep an eye on. I'll keep an eye on this vote, and I'll report back. Subscribe to the show now. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a little review. And please, please let me know what you think. Uh, I will report back because this is really important, you guys. This is a crazy episode. I'm exhausted. I need some water. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.